Hi guys, Randy here. I'm coming to you with part two of that wonderful conversation that Dana and I had with Theon and Matthew. Those are the guys from the Limitless Podcast. Now, from the messages I got over the last few days, I can tell that you guys really, really liked it. So I'm pretty sure you like part two. And um, yeah, I mean, it's it. I like that it was split into into the parts. It was because it's a good conversation all around, but you can feel the different themes in each other conversations you know i mean i i really enjoyed it but i am biased in saying that i suspect that you guys will like it also uh this time we get a little bit nerdy but we get productive and still hopefully entertaining right um we jump right back in where we left off so don't worry you're not missing much or anything and yeah check it out tell me what you think and of course give the limitless guys a follow right follow them everywhere follow like subscribe you know the usual stuff but check it out and yeah hope you enjoy it another part of limitless bricks from danai i matthew and theon enjoy the following podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only nothing said on the podcast should be construed as investment advice nor should anything said be relied upon as the basis for any investment decision any reference to an investment's past or potential performance is not and should not be construed as a recommendation or as a guarantee of any specific outcome or profit all opinions expressed by hosts or guests on the podcast are solely their own personal opinions and do not reflect the opinion of everymickle.com or any company affiliated with the hosts or the guests hosts and guests on the podcast may maintain positions in securities discussed in the podcast Neither evermickle.com nor its affiliates or subsidiaries warrant the completeness or accuracy of the opinions expressed herein and they should not be relied upon as such. Strategies and investments discussed may fluctuate in price or value and may not be suitable for you. They do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation or needs, and they are not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security mentioned. Speak to a licensed investment advisor before making any investment decision. Oh my and summer oh my god uh, oh, to summer. summer is hot mm. yeah the Boy. summer is hot yeah we've been we've been i mean we even got confirmation on why the thing never happened yet and mm. it was stated to be resolved but the thing still not yet so we are we we're past actually June just done. We're now past the timeline given for when the next things we're supposed to list by now, no? Or get the IPO well, going by now. The last yeah. well, the last timeline I think they said at the AGM was mm-hmm. they're hoping for basically Q4 into next year. Oh yes, and it was that was maybe like AGM. two months ago or something. Yeah. Yeah, that AGM so, was Yeah. Yeah. I mean how I view four. it is that how I view it is that um, it's just more time for me to look at other things because I'm oh, seeing yeah, other yeah. things that are nice. Mm-hmm. So then I just say, okay, well, as I said, you know, this is how I was able to tell that date because I'm still watching it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, you want to push it back? Okay, that's fine. And then sometimes as in, even when I look back, I think the share price has fallen, you know, mm-hmm. quite a much since then. Yeah, so it's it got cheaper since then. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Well, um, I mean, whatever reason they give it doesn't matter at the end of the day i know my timeline and when i want to go in and whatever so who's it going on in delay again i just have to sell i might just that's, have to sell that's, him, that's, so, well, that's, that's that's real mm-hmm. most people can hear that from you yeah man you really just have to sell but somewhere else 
Yeah. yeah. That, that's what I did. Yeah. Well, I didn't, do the, I didn't do the go back for summer thing. I sold when I realized there were... Um, I realized summer was not coming anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we're talking Jam T. The directors keep selling. And they're pushing yeah. millions of units sometimes straight out to the queue. No, yeah. I'm happy for the people who get to buy it straight on the queue. But I know the effect of that, right? I understand mm-hmm. the effect of a large amount of shareholders getting their demand filled constantly mm-hmm. and consistently mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. anything behind that to push it out. No, you can do that. You can, you can give a large amount of shareholders new units that they didn't have at a cheaper price. But then if you're going to get a price increase in the future, it's going to require something for people to be excited about to increase the price, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if those exciting things aren't happening, and then if in the middle of that you come with losses, which they have, because yeah. QWI pull them down mm-hmm. and pull them down again and pull them down again, I was like, yo, I don't need to be on this. I can, I, if I wanted to waste money, I, there are other stocks out there. I could, I could, if I wanted to lose money, I don't like losing. I don't lose money. That's not my thing. Any loss? Why you might have explained that one around all over again? Yeah, nah, they're explaining crap like that. Well, I should, because you never know who's listening. I don't lose money. That's the explanation. <laughs> so if I lose money, if I lose money, it means like if I lose ten percent somewhere, I have to. I, if I invest it for thirty percent in a year, and I go in something and two months in, I'm down ten percent, and the reason I was expecting thirty percent is no longer happening. So it's not just the down. I, I don't make my moves based solely on share price in fact share price is one of the lower reasons why i make my move mm-hmm. but if i don't I no longer expect what i was expecting um then why would i still be in the thing I, i'm coming out and then there's a consideration of the effect of losses right like a 50 percent loss requires a hundred percent profit just to get back to where you started yeah i don't want to have to fight that battle and then a 60% loss, I think, requires like 150 or something like that. Yeah, it, it goes it, up exponentially. So uh, Yeah, it, 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 it's painful. Like, I don't want to have to fight that battle. So, I'm, <clears> and, <throat> and in, in Jamti's case, <clears throat> the directors, I think, are oftentimes compensated via shares, which is yeah. fine. But the, but the losses that they were experiencing and the constant pushing back of summer and, you know, nothing necessarily exciting happening um, for the company... Uh, why sit around in that and then, and then why wait for the next tranche of shares to be pushed out to the market and suddenly you see your you, you share price down? No, man, exactly. I'm, I'm out. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't willingly go in for the APO effect, so I'm, I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> and yeah, and they just so got I, paid, I, I, I think, yesterday or the day before. I remember seeing 4.2, I think 4.8 million shares. Yeah, wow, yeah, 4.8 million shares mm-hmm. in, the, in the share options that they have. I'm going back to that earlier point from Danai about, you know, uh, you know, how things like the re- how the research helps. Mm-hmm. Did you know if you research enough, like their compensation schedule and policy, if you will, is they, they told that it was yeah. put out there. You can see. So you can mm-hmm. tell when they're going to get paid and how much they're going to get paid. Mm-hmm. You can estimate it. You either estimate or worked out almost exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's hidden in the documents that the company publishes publicly <laughs> you just you just have to read it right yeah you just have to read it uh, if you read it like i say if you read it if you read it too early and predict it too early you might get a whole heap of flack but you might not be wrong um so yeah 
read it if you want to be at the Premier League level of the investing game. And if you don't want to do that, if that's not your life, you can do it at a lower level and still make as much money. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But not more. I don't know about the more. <laughs> the, 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 the more research also gives you more, more, more things to grab at, more, more opportunities within, say, a longer opportunity. So yeah, if you look over a year and you can have, do some level of research and you can say, okay, based on this research, I can predict some movement over a year. Mm-hmm. But you, you do more research and you say, well, three months in, this will go on, you know, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So more points of profit become available or more likely become available the more research you do. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. So I know, yo, even the, the Cygnus buyback, you know, 10 days after, if it was the buyback, 10 days after, they have to tell you that they bought those shares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they just did. They just did. But if it was a buyback. Yeah, if, you know, sorry. That's, yeah. Not, that's a very powerful thing you just did. And most That's the difference between the Premier League and Saturday Ball. <laughs> oh, there. I, I yeah. saw this. Everybody thinks it's that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it might not be. And I'm going to get some mm-hmm. point of confirmation later. Yeah. But you know how it goes. Yeah. Everybody decides that it's a buyback cars, whatever. Who bought? We don't know for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. There's the difference that the people just sending a message. Has people sending a message in the group. No, they haven't published. I think oh. they have. Who they like have people to? who. Yeah, they have. To. <laughs> yeah. By July third. Oh. Yeah. Same July. thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That that, that is the day. difference between. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I put it in my calendar. <laughs> yeah. yeah yo, if you ever yeah, know right. how much work I did on yo, I remembered um, like with the Cygnus thing, how. You know, like all of these different timelines and stuff were said. So mm-hmm. there's, oh, you had the anniversary date. Mm-hmm. You had at the AGM, they said, I don't know what the basis was for it. I think mm-hmm. they said the end of their financial year, which ends in June. And that's when they have to start purchasing the shares, which I didn't really get the basis for that. But then I had several little different timelines and stuff in my Google calendar. Like, yo, buyback is this from looking back from, I think, even last year, you know. I put mm-hmm. it, oh, they're supposed to say this, put out this dates and whatever. And then I guess people don't really realize that that's how much work. Like at the end of the day, same example where we're talking about, that's how much work I did for it. Mm-hmm. And versus someone say, yo, is a good company and whatever, them just buy right, and I don't even right. understand what. Mm-hmm. And then it just sounds mm-hmm. like you talking about magic over there. Yeah. How magic. did you know? And then the same how did you know? And then, and then oh, I'm gonna go, the same man is a good company. Celebrating profit with you, I imagine they ask him. But the re- when his response is, "It's a good company," that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with why the price moved. But yeah, there we go. That way, shopped around. Yeah, man, good companies yeah. mean the price they go up when you buy them. <laughs> yeah, I seen, I seen a tweet of mine the other night from um, I want to say this is from like 2018, where I, I, I was doing a thread. I was much more active on Twitter back then, and saying that there is. Like every company on the JC is a good company. And that's exactly what it says. Um, mm-hmm. Because of that idea, that good company. I hate that idea. Good, like, this what everything on the market is good. Mm-hmm. Right? The good don't mean nothing. Good is only... Good is only... Good is a value judgment. And you mm-hmm. determine what good is, right? It's super and, subjective. And, and the people who go one step further, we just... What do you mean when you say good? That's the difference between the Premier League and just talking. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between always asking why. Losses. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so I'm always asking why or what do you mean? Like you, you know, brick talking here. I do it to grow. I do it in a grow subscribers group. We we'll, we'll go through things deeper, and it starts on that simple point. Like, yo, you think it's a good company? 
I legit don't know if it's a good company. Not because I don't know the company. I know every company on the market. I, if it's good I don't for know what you mean by good. They're good. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you, when you, and then you, and oftentimes when you press it, you realize you oftentimes don't know what you mean by good. Mm-hmm. Or you know, but the second you're asked, you start to give me a you freeze. You, you, you give me a, you give so me sure. a, 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 I'm on TV answer. Yeah. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. strong balance. Sheet. Strong balance sheet and the cash flow. That's funny that you mentioned that, Randy. I don't know if you, um, you remember this back, maybe this was like two, three years ago when you guys mm-hmm. used to have the, was it the Every Mickle group? I had joined the group. Theon had, I did the course and whatever, mm-hmm. the finance course, and I joined the group. And then when I was just getting into investing, one of the companies I was looking at was Creamy. And it's like, mm-hmm. I was buying it, but I didn't do that. I was, I guess I didn't like understand the level of research I'm supposed to do or really what I should have done, I'd say. And I remembered you asked, I was talking about Creamy in the group and then you asked me the question. You were like, oh, like, why do you, th-? maybe ask me like, why do you think there'd be an increase in the share price or why do you think they'd earn extra money or things like that? And at that time, I didn't even know how to answer that question because I didn't know like what I'm supposed to do, what level of research, how can I comfortably say that? And just mm-hmm. looking back now, literally um, before this call, I was reading on Creamy. And mm-hmm. now it's looking back like, okay, I can now actively say, I can show a projection. I can say, oh, these anything are the points recently. for why I will. Huh? Anything recently? Anything recently? Anything it's creepy? so random that he's looking at it. It's, it's so guys, random. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> proud of you guys. I'm so, so proud of you got out of the market. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, why, why, why no? I understand why no. But well, finish your point because I'm also proud because of what I know I wanted when I asked you that, which is what I want when I ask everybody that. And they often think, I don't know what they often think. So finish your point and then, and then I'll... As I mean, my point was you. really just, yeah, it's just looking back. Um, mm-hmm. I can now understand how I can go about making things like a price prediction or predicting, yeah, just predicting a price. I have like a stronger basis for it. I can say, mm-hmm. oh, in this report, in like the financial report, the article, um this reason i can look up estimates i can do a lot more and it and then that mm-hmm. just ties in well into making that um, investment decision you know and i also i think one of the things that i i do but like i, I didn't know i did i guess like people have pointed it out to me um and it annoys some people but they're always mm-hmm. like yo like i remember someone was teasing me once they're like oh these person's always asking why like uh, why 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 and that even applied to um, to medicine. Yeah, it wasn't that they were really saying it was a bad thing. I guess they were just kind of teasing me or whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I even think about that with um, medicine and like school and stuff like that. When I was in school, I like in our group, Theon and I, we were in like a study group. We would always ask why. So like <laughs> we would do... Sorry, there's a reason I'm <laughs> laughing about that. <laughs> I know why you're laughing. But we, we, so we, we would do... <laughs> we, we used to do... um like a past paper group and stuff. So we would go through Mm. doing exams and stuff close to the exam. And one of the things that I really liked about our group that we fostered, there was the competition point because we, you know, we would be like kind of competing and stuff like, yeah, man, I'll try this. And like, who can learn this and who can explain this better and whatever. Mm. Um, We used to teach each other. There was, yeah, we used to teach each other, which was good. Um, But like, there was the why. So we would do a question. Um, Some groups, like, I would see them just, oh, it's like, it was multiple choice. So A to D usually. They'd say, okay, what's the question? 
they'd Google the answer and be like, oh, it's A. And then say, ah, it's A. And then just move on. That's not how our group was. We would always say, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean it's A? Why is it A? Why is it not B? Why is it not C? Why is it not D? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that pushed it because at the end of the, sometimes we would do a question. We would spend a lot of time on the question. Someone would just go through cursor against answer. One minute, five minutes done. We would sometimes mm-hmm. spend all 20 minutes, half an hour on a single question. But it wasn't just the point of, oh, we know the answer to this question. Because a lot of the times with the past papers, they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't just repeat the same question. It's the concept that comes it's back. Con- or the principle yeah, so we, it. So then sometimes in the research of, oh, on this specific point, we, in doing the research, you learn about another point. And then that, that question could then come on the exam. So it was the why is, I think, very, very important. Always asking why this. So, oh, Extremely this company is going to go up. Important. Why? Yeah. And I'm happy. I'm happy. So you, you, you made a point. I, I hope that you'd get why I asked those questions there. Yeah. And they're Which not rare. They're not easy to to hear sometimes for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I do understand. The funny part is I could have I, I could have answered back then. Like and you, the funny you, part you, is if I had been able to answer it, because I had bought it when I probably shouldn't have, because I actually had to take uh-huh. a loss on it. But it was me doing that research and realizing, yo, this isn't going to get to me or get me where I want. And I had to sell. And I look back, imagine if I didn't sell. Funny mm-hmm. enough, the price, I guess, what price is it at now? Like $5 or $4 or something. The price is probably about the same. And that was like two, three years ago. I could have just been, my money could have just been sitting there versus what I've done and moved from other things and stuff and learned so much more. You're running with anine, yeah. you know? <laughs> I could see that. It's a grind my gears. <laughs> Yeah. Why? Ask me question. we Yeah, it's very hard because that's the thing. Like I remember, sometimes we, sometimes we would. So we had our core group. Sometimes we would bring maybe other people or interact with other people, and mm-hmm. our practice of asking why sometimes upset people. They'd be like, "Why are you asking me why?" They feel pressure. Yeah. But at the end of the day, all I'm trying to do is make sure that I pass this exam. Like it's not a this thing. It's not like specific mm-hmm. to you. I'm literally just saying, yo. I want to learn. You're telling me this. Why? Like you need it's like you need to be able to support the answer. Otherwise, I'm not just gonna listen to you because you say and this is the answer. Mm-hmm. As face, yeah, as face value. Yeah, That's, that is it, it's the process for that falls heavily within engineering and computing people. I would say math people, but most don't. But good math people, they're under like if you really it, it becomes a matter of principle and process. It, it's really yo. It's not the answer. As I hear teachers annoy you with it. Make sure you write out the thing there and people, they just learn how to write out the workings. In reality, mm-hmm. there's so much other ways you can write the workings if you know exactly how this thing works. Um, a big thing that I use, my father is my teacher, and he hates the term carry over. Because you can't carry one thing from one side of the equation to the next side of the equation. It's really, if you add and subtract on the neck on either side, if you balance it out, but just knowing that, most people have no concept of that. We're doing mm-hmm. a, something, you just move it. You bring this on the left side and it means X, Y, Z, whatever. If you check like math people, if they say carry over, they don't really know it on a certain level. And that's like one of the earliest things they learn in math. And if you, mm-hmm. if you get to a certain level of math without knowing that, the amount of things that get ruined from that, just from our carry over on the next side of the equation. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody know carry over. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, the, I, I don't know though, Dan. I don't know if that's true when you say that it's um, 
that you said that it's common in computing and that's i think maybe just because no, no, no. you have such a, a better idea of you're right math, I mean, come on yeah and that I, you, I, you I, can tell that it doesn't happen i can tell you in those areas it's it's maybe just as spare and i'm assuming from the doctors it's just as spare in terms of the people who actually do that the following the why i suspect it's across all industries some mm -hmm. people just want to answer and move on other people just that's not enough you have to tell me why because i'm one of those people and it's a personality mm -hmm. thing like i don't care who you are just telling me something and tell me, no, tell me no that's way. actually why i was never good at math mm -hmm. because i was taught math where that's one plus one equals two yep, yep why and I, I wasn't taught math by somebody who could tell me why and i don't oh. accept anything just because you say so who are you Mm -hmm. Worse if I ever see you make a mistake. Jesus. <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't trust you if, if, if I can't trust your logic. I agree. If I trust yeah. your logic, I then trust you because it doesn't even matter if you're an expert in anything or not. I trust that in the situation, I know that you have the sense to work out what's better. So the why is an extremely important question to be able to answer. And going back to that question that Matthew said I asked, and you hear Danai say as annoying with it, I ask it because, as you hear Matthew say, if he could have answered that question then, he would have known whether or not it was a good investment for him. Mm. I'm not, an, I'm not a, 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 an advisor. And not because I don't want to be an advisor and pay the money. Rah, rah, rah. Danai does a great job as an advisor. But I don't take that on. However, when somebody's talking to me, I'm thinking, I go back to the lazy point. I'm thinking, what is the most efficient way to help this person with the most knowledge without taking up all of my time or not being able to, yeah, I'm not going to be able to carry you through an entire deep research session on the stock. But I can ask you the three questions or four questions. If you can answer those questions accurately, you will know the question that you really want to ask me. Mm -hmm. You will know whether or not you should have the money in the thing. You'll know whether or not it's a good goal or if it's a good company or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And oftentimes when people get asked a question, like they say, it might be a hard question to hear. But I, I don't know how to, to play to people, so I just make it very, very plain. I say, listen, this is not a you thing. I'm not trying to insult you. I'm not trying to show you up. I am asking in a hard, straightforward way. Like, you come to me, you go, is, I don't know, is Scotia a good stock? And my answer to you is not whether I answer Scotia is a good stock. Is how does Scotia make money? Or what is your goal? And then how is Scotia going to help you to get to your goal? Or if you, you, you're excited about a specific thing in a company and I ask you the why around it and you can't answer it, you think, boy, I'm trying to show me up. No. Get to the point of being able to answer those questions and you have your answer. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing I always say is you think that I'm asking a question for you to give me an answer and then I tell you or not you're right. Many times I don't know if you're right. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes the question is, yo, the cream is going to go up? I don't know. <laughs> I can't read the future. Yeah. Um, the Maduro rights issue, I don't know. I can't read the future. I don't work there. Mm -hmm. You know, the JFP going to make more money? I don't know. Um, JFP, JFP going to make money? Is JFP going to make money off Total Office IPO? I don't know. Total Office going to IPO? I don't know. But I can ask and answer the questions around the thing in such a way that I will know. You'll know when you have a satisfactory answer. You don't need to know when you know the answer. Yeah. Like, you know, it don't matter what you say because I know that this is correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the point I try to get people to. And I, I mean, I do it in a formal way with, with my subscriber group, with Grow, where I teach it. But also, do it in an informal way in conversation. I, mean, I just that, ask I think you just said, too. 
about when you know you have the right answer. I think a lot of people have a poor test of whether they know they have the right answer. There is a proving something is a big deal for a lot of people, especially in investments thing. Because when I, like, mm-hmm. people will tell you straight up what them think somewhere though, or what's going to happen with something or what's happening around this expense or whatever on no basis more than men feel say and they talk with the strongest confidence and you cannot question anyone you can't ask them why this expense go up and you can't you cannot even imply say it wrong you can know you can have you can read the right thing and thing there and because him feel say he he never he, he, the person does never said okay i have to prove it to myself that this is real right? that, mm-hmm. that's a big deal i did another annoying randy thing prove it or oh, have these feelings yeah. about this or i think this is going to happen Prove it. Oh, this is what's happening? Prove it. And very often, the proof is right there in, in the company report. It does other more the question instead of checking it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People, talk yeah, confidently people get offended it. when you say that that prove it point for real. Right, Matthew? Yeah. Like, and it, it it's really not coming. It's so it can, it, it's multi, it's multi-layered, right? Um, and I'm I don't know if it stems from insecurities or so on, but when I tell somebody to prove it, it's not just prove it to me, but also prove it to yourself. Because mm-hmm. I can see that you may not know the answer. I can see there's like there's a knowledge gap, and I want you mm-hmm. to bridge the gap. It don't make sense me just tell you what the gap is because yeah. you're not really learning. I'm gonna again next time. Yeah, like this is how this is how I this is how I teach too. This is how we used to teach like him and and those other subjects. Are we? Like people would come to us with like answers to certain past paper questions, and we'd be like, uh, "Why do you think it's that? Where where did you read that? Which parts of the book? Which chapter? Are you sure it comes under iron deficiency anemia or thalassemia or something? You know, so it's like, but we ask the hard questions, but it's not for us. It's really so that you can get to the answer. Mm-hmm. So it's, exactly, it's not an easy way. It's not the, it's not an easy way of teaching because not everyone is gonna take it well. However, I've found that it is the best method for yep. people to store it in their long-term memory. Yep. So, yep. yeah. When you yep. know it, when you finally know it, you know. It, mm-hmm. it, I can quote something that I just did finally know, and I just, it does not leave in my mind. Yeah. Like the whole mm-hmm. IFRS 9 with x And them recognizing whatever they have in XYZ. That was a big deal for us. Mm-hmm. we had to go through and find out say xyz everybody was telling us x1 is the best thing in the world and we we're checking the reading reports and we we're like but <laughs> yeah but MJE, mje was a big early point on ifrs9 when when maybe early recognized you know when they early adopted ifrs9 what were they doing why did at them time that everybody was thinking the name again everybody had stocks any, any shares they had or whatever they recognize it, how they more recognize it as they please in the thing. What's again? What was that line name? Andy? The which one? The bottom. Uh, I wasn't... Comprehensive income. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh they changed it to net profit. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe recognize these things. Early record, early Yeah. Why they doing that? But that was a very early dot for MJE. Yeah. Wow. It's it's. you said it, and I. I am not one for absolutes. Mm-hmm. So when I give what I think is an absolute, like, you know, I, I'm not doing it lightly. And mm-hmm. again, 
like when I say best, it don't mean best forever. If mm. you, if I say something is the best and you show me something better, that's not the best, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think what it is is that that method of teaching, the Socratic method of teaching, mm. where you're not, we're used to the authoritarian method of teaching. So it goes, pick it and go. One plus one is two. Why? Because I says and I'm the teacher. I know these things. That's crazy, because that means that you're never wrong. Because you can't mm-hmm. be wrong with that method, you know. Because if you're yeah. ever wrong, that's it. I'm more Socratic, where even and especially when I know, I'm asking you because when we all know it together and we truly know it, it's better. And mm-hmm. there's a tad bit of selfishness in there, meaning if I get, I've always wanted to get everybody up to my level because one, I want, you can imagine how good I am when I'm competing against people that are as good as me, if not better. And what am I missing? I could be missing something that I don't know. That's maybe, well, this year, especially late last year, this year with my girl group, I, I've gotten even more. I've gotten a lot more of that out of it where no, like when we're doing sessions and I'm pressing them on something and they press me back and they make me question things about my own um, preconceptions, my own approaches sometimes. Um, and I'm human. So there are things in there that I learn, right? Like I remember, I, showed, showed, I think it was the loafer who said, just, we're saying something about real estate and they're talking about, and my general point is, you know, real estate is like jewelry. You know, rich people have jewelry, and you can get rich selling jewelry and having jewelry. But you're probably not going to get wealthy off jewelry, but wealthy people have jewelry. And so you tend to make the mistake of thinking that, you know, a jewel, the, the jewelry is what gets you to wealth, but it's mm-hmm. not, right? You got wealthy and then you bought the jewelry. Real estate yeah. is a lot like that. It's not that you can't get wealthy off real estate, but it's very difficult that you're probably not going to. Yeah, but look at this billionaire and how much land him have. He became a billionaire and then he bought the land. Right, he didn't. He didn't become a billionaire because of the land. He became a billionaire, and then he he bought like Bill Gates have most farmland in America. Yeah, but it was Microsoft, <laughs> and then he became a billionaire, and he's like, well, I can't do another Microsoft. What can I buy? And then buy a lot of things. And then run out of things to buy. All right, let me start buying land. Nothing wrong with it, you know. But it's not. It's jewelry. It's not the way to get to wealth, right? And in the same way, we're talking about real estate, and that's how I feel about it. Like most people love real estate. We love the idea of real estate but they don't really look at the reality of real estate and what it actually takes and what it does to you. Um, and once I did, once I do, AI, it shifted my view of the whole thing. And I've held that for a long time. And we're having a conversation again. And, and the question me like, you know, well, how are you with asset class? Because I'm always, you know, Mr. Stock. Stock is the best, which it is. But other things exist for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it made me question myself. And I was like, wait, while I... For the person with 100 grand, 200 grand, for the person with anything under, in my personal view, anything under 10 million, you probably shouldn't be trying to do this thing off real estate. If you run the math on doing that apartment complex, it's gonna, it's rough. Yeah. But if you have much, much more and you can split a house deposit with a friend, and, um, and you don't plan to live in the house. You guys plan to Airbnb it out and then maybe sell it in five years. If, you, if the house deposit is four mil and you have enough money through your other assets that allow you to peel off two million and do it, why not do it? Yeah. Yeah, right? And, and, and in my mind, like I still wouldn't do it because I'm always like, yo, real estate is not my thing. But why not? And what benefits can come from it? Because there are benefits, including to the stock market, that can come mm-hmm. from real estate if you do it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. 
and I would be missing all of those if I just keep my I'm not looking at it method and nothing wrong with my keep well not, not nothing is wrong looking at my keep not looking at it method there is something wrong with it where I would miss an opportunity to be better right Tunnel so vision. I love that I love that, that, that questioning thing because it makes me question myself also and all of us get better as, as, a, as a result of it. Yeah. Yeah, man. So the, the Socratic method is, 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 uh, it's, it is the best. I'll say it is the best method of teaching. Right? There's this um, graphic that I'll share. I don't know if you guys will show it um, or not, but there's this graphic that I always think of with it. With, um, you have home, it up home. right now? I do have it up right now, actually. Yeah, yeah. You can probably share your screen. It'll show up on the... Uh, yeah, it's actually from a tweet, you know, so I, I, will, I will show it. Uh, yeah, so shout out to whoever this, this I, I, Twitter I, I, I was. Even think that, like, in my sessions, like sometimes like, people tell me, like, when people come with a thing, there, like a thought around a stock, we actually go through it and if it's viable. Like sometimes I'm saying sell because I have a in my head about like a better idea of what I'm more comfortable with doing for the money. And like sometimes we just like with me and the client talking and then it becomes oh but I was looking at this other company uh, I already have it, I already bought it and I expect this from it. And they give me a good case for that to happen. And I'm like, all right, okay, cool, we can go with that. Mm. <laughs> it, yeah man. The best it's, teachers it's, act as guides versus gods. Yeah, that's that's how I see it. Um and it it is it is uh a strong, 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 strong way to do it because it leads to, it leads to, an understanding that I I I, I haven't had it beaten yet. I haven't had it beaten yet. I haven't seen anything to top it yet. It's it's extremely strong, and I, can't, I don't see anybody who it can't help. Mm -hmm. Literally, like even if you hate it, like even if you're vexed, you know why I also ask the question. Even if you're vexed, and you go home, and three months later you're thinking about it and you actually answer the question, you get the knowledge same way. And hopefully you see why I asked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, a lot of value it's wonderful it. to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Randy here interrupting one last time. Just tell you something. Check this out. You need to check out mymoneyja.com. If you do not have a mymoneyja.com account already, you really are missing out. We have been doing a lot of work. So if you're serious about the stock market, the local stock market, and you're looking for somewhere to keep track of your money, to keep track of your funds, especially if you have multiple brokerage accounts, mymoneyja.com. We have loads of features. Check out actually a feature that we're j we just launched for our premium users. You know how sometimes you're talking about like the trading day and you want to know what happened on this date or that date. We have the trading history and we also replay the entire day for you. So you're talking about all oh, that trade that went into the queue and then came back out, but it keep popping in and popping. You didn't have to try this card for anybody anymore. Just bring up your My Money JA app and pull the replay out and you can play it over again and again and again. You know, it's time travel from the guys at My Money JA. So check it out, mymoneyja.com. And you can use code LIMITLESS when you sign up and get 5% off. So that's a little tidbit for you guys. Anyway, back to the episode. Ooh. <laughs> All right, let's switch up the conversation a little bit because we've gone and touched a lot of different points. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've oh, that's gone for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's literally investing for you. Um, are there any tools or apps or resources um that you guys find because we've, we've been talking about being efficient we use the word lazy but really and truly we mean efficient um but are there any tools that you guys use to help um enhance efficiency improve productivity any apps any anything you guys use 
you okay. you guys gave me that. <laughs> uh, habit yeah, well. I, I I am known. I've known myself for being all over the place. I try to do too much things at once. I don't try zoning. I don't try. I don't write things down. You know. Mm-hmm. So when I was doing habit ticker properly, I was on my game, man. <laughs> mm. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, habit ticker, habit ticker was great and still is great. But when I use it and as I enjoy it and I still enjoy it. It's mm. actually in one of my auto pop-ups. So when I open my browser, it's one of the tabs that does open still. But mm. you have to set it up for your day, for your work, right? Mm-hmm. For what you're doing. And a lot of what I've been doing has shifted and I haven't set it back up, right? Yeah, I need to recalibrate. Um, I need to put my, my tasks the right way and whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's the that I don't have a habit to help me to do that part. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah, and yeah I think that well, actually, that's, that's actually a good, that's actually a good, a good, question because you do so one of the things that i've been using these days i actually pay for it um is a is a an app a calendar app called motion so ah. use motion use motion that app um and how do i describe motion so it's a calendar app i wish i could show it but it has my actual calendar and stuff in there but ai magic word these days mm-hmm. but it's an ai that you tell your projects so you have the little layout of the projects meaning you tell what you have to do so I'll use like an example of, you know, I need to clean up the house and I'm going to do it one day at a time. So I have the project kitchen. I'm going to wash the dishes, clean the floors, um, you know, clean out the fridge. And I'm going to fix up the living room, you know, straighten the furniture, dust everything, vacuum and, you know, bathroom. I'm going to clean the toilet, blah, blah, blah. And you put that as your project. And then, well, when you put in a thing, you, you can estimate how much time you think it'll take or not. After that, it does everything else for you. And you tell it what hours you want to work during the day. And the AI, it suggests things for you. And if you miss something, if you, if you, when you're doing something, you're about to do something, you just tell it that you've started it. Or if you've done it, you tell it that you've done it. And once you've done it, it, it auto-schedules your calendar. So mm-hmm. if you miss something, it just auto-schedules it for tomorrow at a time. And it tries to see if this time. If you want something at a specific time, you can try it. So like I, in the mornings, I want to meditate. So I have it telling me to meditate in the morning. Even if I don't do it, tomorrow morning it's going to tell me meditate. It's going to tell me exercise, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if I have right. appointments, if I have meetings or whatever, you know, you have stuff in your calendar, it works around that. So if you have a meeting now and this thing takes an hour and it doesn't have an hour, it, it might pop up and ask you, hey, you have a deadline of this on this and um, you can't do it. Can we split this task into two? And if you say yes, then it puts 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there. It's like a Secretary that only cares about your calendar. Yeah, it's so good that I paid for it. Uh, it works Cron? with your calendar too. But so I think Cron is free, right? Yeah. I've been using Cron yeah. since you gave it to me. And it's helped my life a lot because now I don't have to check every check during the day when the session is and within the I just it have a notification right? So yo, it knocks me and say, Oh, do you have 30 minutes too? And then right before the session, I get a meet at at it. It's different oh, no, wait, from what is, what, what, what is that? Sorry, what's Cron? So Cron, is, Cron is a calendar. Feeds yeah, into the Cron. other calendar feeds. My Google calendar feeds into it and whatever. So if I have something scheduled in my Google calendar, it has a layout here and whatever. And, just, and I can, when something is due, it just tells me right right there. Okay, you know, mm. start, you're supposed to start this now. Or you have a meeting now. And it just pops up, click it, right into the, into the video call. Mm, yeah, man. Cron cool. is pretty great. But I haven't used Cron since since Motion. Only because Cron at its core is a calendar, mm-hmm. and Motion works around your calendar and also as a calendar view. 
So All right, I'll try it out. That's the only reason. But cr- like, is it one if you like how Cron looks, Motion doesn't replace Cron. You want to put your apps in motion anywhere you look at your calendar, it's there. So when I'm looking at my Google calendar, I see my motion tasks in it. And if I schedule a meeting for a certain time, it automatically moves those tasks away from it and schedules them at a better time. And if you have a repeated task mm-hmm. and like, you know, I have this in the morning, but it turns out funny one. I almost always miss the meditation in the morning, right? I'd like to start my day perfect, like on Instagram and meditate and then get going. But oftentimes what happens is I start my day with outing fires and then almost like my day feels almost like two halves and then for the second half of the day i think all right you get a free moment and i oh i missed the meditation let me do it now and i yeah. did that like a couple of days in a row and then it just started putting a meditation at that time mm. I, I realized it worked when i think i ended a meeting and i was doing an email and i finished in the middle of writing the email it popped up like meditation time in five minutes and i, I was just thinking I'll have a break. All right. How am I going to plan the last half of my... I literally just popped up then. And I look on the calendar and I realize it, it has moved the meditation down to the time where I often meditate. Wow. And you're like, you want to be like, no, I want to meditate in the mornings, right? Mm-hmm. But also, maybe you pay a therapist a lot of money and the therapist would say, hey, why are you fighting what your body is showing you? Why not mm-hmm. meet yourself where you are and then adjust? And that might be the therapy answer. So they say what to win. Mo- yeah, motion's answer was just... Hey, we noticed that you're much better at doing this thing at this time. So I move it to this time. Yeah, it's nice. yeah, motion. I Okay. I'm definitely gonna I don't check want it to out because I, I see... show out unless we're getting some money, but I mean I don't care. It's, it really is a good app. I want everybody to yeah. try it. Yeah, I, that's I that's a motion that app. Okay, okay. I mean there's a seven day free trial, so I'm gonna yeah. I'm definitely gonna try it out and see. Um, okay, yeah, nice. You set it up. You might be hooked, um, and it helps me. It helps me with, with yeah. I'm gonna check it everything. Mm-hmm. You still yeah. use rescue, especially time? if you have disparate tasks, right? So, mm-hmm. like, if you have to be a doctor, handle medical stuff, and then maybe handle business stuff, and then maybe also my my portfolio, and yeah. maybe personal stuff. Yeah. It's great for 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 that. Okay. You still use rescue time? Uh yeah. That's that's a mandatory thing because. Even, even when I'm not paying attention to rescue time, I make sure it's running because it's always tracking what I do. So whenever I go back and I review, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, man, it, it's there. It's on every device all the time. I know we spoke running. about rescue time in our first episode with just me, mm-hmm. Preston, and you. But you can just tell the people what rescue time is. Rescue time, uh, how do I think of rescue time? It's an yeah. app that tracks what I am doing I have it on all of my devices, my computers, my laptops, my phone. So it tracks what I'm doing at any given time. And uh, it has other features. So like I can choose to focus. I think when you hit the focus time, you know, it will stop all your notifications everywhere. I allow you some time to focus. Uh, but my, how I use it mostly is it allows you to track time in order to hopefully be more efficient, to rescue time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does that by, yeah, by tracking everything. And then it gives you like a report at the end of the day or however so often like for me during the days it actually pops up all the time hey congrats you've had two hours of productive time because you tell it what apps are productive it picks up actually automatically what's productive Mm -hmm. versus a game or social media or whatever and sometimes a little Mm -hmm. tricky so like i would have social media time that is actually part of work right um so you have to tell it it. yeah Uh, yeah exactly but it it tells you what, what how much time you spend on productivity and then 
again, maybe it's a Taipei thing. If you tell me that yesterday I was at seven, let's try for eight today. Yeah. Hit nine today, right? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And the, the only way I know to get even better at that is to have people to compete with, with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. If I, could, if I could mix motion, rescue time, and habitica, where, or if, if I could just get what I have set up in motion automatically put into habitica, there's probably a plugin to that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Habitica, there's an API for Habitica, well, yeah. There's a, if there's an API, then we're good. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to be a really good reward system. And that, that's what caught me. Especially yeah. because we doing a group, not just me. So there are some competitions. Where a we're good penalty good. system, too. <laughs> 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 you remember the messages in the group? Say, yo, you oh, killed yeah, me, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you feel like you're not just you're not just carrying yourself, you know. Like you're carrying you know, the group. I screw up, but I can't do. Even though, yeah. So for <laughs> the people the that don't understand, like what, what we're laughing about, basically in Habitica, so we're all in a group, um, and yeah, I know the the first rule of Fight Club is don't talk about Fight Club, but just for just for yeah. the people, I mean, you know, just for the limitless <laughs> listeners, um, and basically what happens is you can set Habitica is really about you have three different aspects. You have habits. Um, you have t- dailies, which are things you can do every day or set it for whichever days um, and specific times and whatnot. And you have tasks. And what we're laughing about was you can, together, you have a character and so on, you level up, right? You can go to different levels. You get, like, equipment and so on. It sounds super nerdy, I know, right? Don't judge us. <laughs> However, the world system's pretty cool and the penalties is pretty cool because we, we can fight bosses, Right, it's like a video game. You can fight bosses, but mm-hmm. collectively you can't see each other's tasks and so on. But collectively, if some people are doing bad, it will damage us when we're fighting the boss. So you damage the boss by doing your tasks, doing dailies, stuff like that. If you miss out, if you're like Randy and miss out on meditation for the they day, miss out the meditation. <laughs> just know we're all getting punished for that, right? So yep. yeah. I mean, it, it's good because we'll check in sometimes. If you do like 10, 15, 20 damage, you're like, bro, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you yeah, okay? You're all right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I, you know what? The funny thing I was thinking about that, I, this might be a personality thing. Mm-hmm. I do not cheat. At that. I oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. I remember someone I asking cheat. me when I was telling them about Habitica. They were like, "Oh, why wouldn't you cheat?" You but I'm like, that just defeats the purpose. You? Like, why? Exactly. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is there to gain you know, from cheating? I, 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 even just generally, I've, I've never cheated at video games because I find it boring. It shouldn't be too easy. I, I, I've never found something too easy to be really fun. Like I said, I, don't, I just don't understand like somebody doing that. Like, and especially in something like this, like you, if you're cheating, that's how oh, I didn't do my cheating yourself for the week, and I'm kicking just my friends to say I'm like, you're still not doing it fast, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so exactly. That makes sense. You know, it's funny. That comes back in the market, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and then I remember how he used to always talk about, um, like, especially when, like, when he was just starting out, meaning just talking, learning about investing, and he asked me questions and stuff. And, you know, every now and then, this always happens. I don't know, I don't know if you guys know, but in the local market, the people who work in the finance space, they like to talk, like they love to talk to their friends and stuff about stuff, right? So, like, you know, we're working on whatever, like most people talk about work. But the finance space, especially nowadays, where it's exciting. Oh, I know about an IPO that's coming or whatever. They're excited about it, right? Um, and I, I was pointing out to him that a lot of what I prefer and what I go for in, the, in, in my investing 
is around research because I don't need anybody to tell me. Mm-hmm. Because, not like, okay, if let's say Danai's company is going to buy out Theon's company and Theon's company is listed and Danai tell me and I run and buy some Theon, some of Theon shares early. When the, the buyout happens and the share price fly up, I made a lot of money. That's great. You did make the money, you know. But let's say you and Danai fall out next week and he no longer tells you things. You don't, like your source of making money was not being able to figure it out and predict it on your own and making the bet. It was Danai, yeah. right? So I always push to, yo, that, to me, that's akin to cheating in a game because what's the benefit? There, there's exactly. no real benefit. What you, you're just getting something there. When you do it on your own without, like when you actually get it, if I get up and do the meditation that day, in addition to it feeling better, knowing that I have actually accomplished the thing I meant to do, mm-hmm. no, I didn't cheat to do it. Like, it, I think that's a personality thing because I always look out for that. I look out for the people who will cheat in something like that because, yo, you're cheating yourself. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole really reason you're doing yourself. this thing is because you want to meditate. So if every day you exactly. miss meditation, you're not getting the benefit of meditation, but you get, exactly. oh, I didn't kill Feyan today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like... <laughs> I, feel, I feel bad within myself. Like, like, that's but, not the point of the group anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, no, yeah, so... Yeah. yeah. And what I love about that, going back to Habitica, is it allows you to pause. Because I don't want to hurt people, but I realize, yo, I'm screwing up right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I allow me to pause. So I'm not going to hurt anybody else while I, 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 I'm, I'm doing this. But I would rather pause than go in and do a fake thing. So yeah. I never know. I never know the pause button. I don't. I still don't know where it is. Oh, oh, oh it's, it's the tavern. The tavern. Yeah. The tavern. yeah. <laughs> what yeah, hits yeah. me is this: when at a certain point after twelve o'clock, it mm-hmm. brings up the thing. You can't do anything unless you click off the thing. So you have to yeah. say, "Okay, I did this or I didn't do this." And yes. I saw myself like I drink water and I have one more bottle of water for drink the rest of the day. And this is me twelve o'clock. <laughs> I thought that's the only person who was doing that. No, no bro. Like, one more <laughs> <laughs> I have one too, bro. I have one too. This Yo, Habitica, Habitica mm-hmm. is probably responsible for like a half a percent water intake increase for everybody who plays it, right? Yes. Because I'm like, 100%. Yo, I'm not clicking that I didn't do that. So mm-hmm. let me chug it now. So <laughs> <laughs> and again, um, Matthew said, push up. I was like, I've been saying I want to get back into exercise. I lose enough mm-hmm. weight since COVID. Yeah, and since then, does it the opposite way? Oh yeah, I lose, everybody I lose. else put on weight through COVID. I lose Man, weight for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that was that was me there saying, "Boy, I, I start doing my I start doing my push-ups now." And then twelve o'clock, sometimes I said, "John, we can't do it now, you know." But <laughs> yeah. I'm not going. <laughs> you know, it's funny. If 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 meditation was like exercise, like you could just do. It. I don't know why I've never done that though. I think because meditation, like, I'm not in a five-minute thing, you know. Maybe, uh, maybe the shortest I'll do is 10 or 15. Mm-hmm. The 10 so minutes I, I is nice. I can't do that before. The, yeah, 10 minutes is a nice little start today. It's annoying to me, actually, why I, I I'm don't I'm starting meditating now. Meditating now, since you guys, you guys showed me a good amount of, you probably should be doing yeah, it. Yeah, so I talk many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Preston started a challenge, I believe. You did the meditation challenge in the group, no? You yeah, get gems. Thursday. Yeah, you, uh, you get gems if you do. Mario won. Nice. Word. Hold I, up. I, haven't, I haven't scheduled it yet, but it definitely should be a part of something I've been doing consistently. So, Well, on the meditation point, like, have you seen differences? Has it helped? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Even a little bit I've been doing so far, it's, it's bringing me through, man. Trust me. 
Yeah. You, you, you know what it is for me? It's one of those fridge. I use the fridge example for some things. I do it. And when I do it, sometimes it's annoying. Sometimes I think maybe it's not helping. No, because I think maybe I'm more in tune. I can tell when it helps. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's very easy to do it and think it's not helping. But you said the second you stop, you, you, you regress to yes. non-meditation mind. You're like, oh, wow, this really makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like you feel a difference when you stop versus when you're doing it. It's easy to think when you're doing it that you're not, it don't really have an effect. Mm-hmm. It, it really does, yeah. I, I, I continue to be a terrible, a terrible um, spurt, um, proponent of it because I tell people to do it. I don't do it as well myself, but it makes a difference. Yeah, it definitely. Weird, weird way, yeah. Like everything else works better when you do it. I've, I barely meditate. Like I just tried it out. Now I know because of my morning routine, I can't fit it in. Um, I wish I could. But I definitely can't fit meditation in. But it definitely clears you for the day. I do feel much more. That's the best word for it. Maybe oriented. Probably would be oriented and know like where I should like. Like it starts my day, calms me down, and know exactly this is what I should be doing now. This is what I should be doing now. I don't know. It gives me some sort of direction for the day. That's how meditation helps me. Um, <clears throat> I wish I could fit it, but I'm trying to do that third day reading challenge where i read like 15 minutes i think preston started that one too i'm on day 29 and i did not read this morning because i had to run go work today but like if i miss this it's a problem so i'm definitely reading before i, I leave because i don't want to have to when 12 o'clock i reach i'm like oh, it's tight ty- i'm tired <laughs> more while when 12 o'clock that's why i stopped the last time and 12 o'clock i reach and it's 15 minutes to read i was just like yo i'm going to bed like sometimes you just that's have to take it, that's the it, yeah. you just have that's to take it. the L's. I- yeah. Well, hold on. How do you feel about well, the reading? Is what's the point of the reading for the actor reading or the knowledge itself or what? Ah, uh, wow, that's a good question. When I just started reading, it was just because Preston was reading every day, and he said it had a lot of benefits and so on. That's literally the only reason. And then I started reading, and I realized when I used to do half an hour every single morning, I could read faster. Like documents in work, stuff I, I I was actually reading faster. And I realized it by timing myself, because I would know I know what 30 minutes feels like mentally. Cause every every time I read is 30 minutes. Every time I do in my Pomodoro sessions is 30 minutes. And I realized I'm getting through more pages now in the same time frame. And then if I'm just scanning things at work, I'm reading faster. It it just had a lot of benefits when I when I started out. So I just continued and now I'm reading an, a fiction book. My first fiction book I've read in like a couple of years now. It's Mistborn really? series. Yeah, Brand, Brandon Sanderson. Mistborn, bro. Yeah, just bro. Like it's pretty sick. I started book two last night. How far well, are you? I ju- that's I'm, crazy. I just started. I'm still not over book one. Bro. I'm, st- yo, I'm still on book one. Ending, I just started. Bro, that ending of book one, leak me. I'm sorry, bro. But, but, Alright, so welcome to the nerd the, the nerd cast. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to Brandon Sanderson. Mm. Brandon Sanderson is a reader's author. Yeah. Meaning he made like you it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a visual. It's worth it. 
it's yeah. worth it. You it's worth you get, it. You get sunk into the story and you see playing out. It's this is such a good tangent because I asked because I wanted to say something else. Mm-hmm. But you're coming kind of right because the book I really know. It. I, I'll say it after. But wow. So I, yeah. I'm sorry, I interrupted you, Danai. Finish what you're saying, and then I'll answer my. Point. Oh no, 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 it's great. Love, 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 love yeah. the author. Love his books. Yeah. I read that book recently. We have some more Sanderson for you, bro. There's a whole yeah. other series that is going to blow your mind in a different way. Uh, <laughs> and then, what? and then they're really? all connected. Oh, oh connected. I think so. I was doing some research on it still because there's this YouTuber yeah, Ali Abdul. Yeah, yeah. Cosmere. Oh yeah, that's the one he was talking about. Universe. Wow. The same right. multiverse. It's beautiful. The same Cosmere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to give a word most people understand. Most people recognize. <laughs> so, Dana, I don't know if you remember, years ago, earning season, we were talking about the the um, the Wheel of Time. Wheel of Time, yes. Yeah, so we've said this on an earning season episode years ago that, like, like we don't... Most of our business knowledge don't doesn't really come from business, business books. books. Although there, there are cool business books out there, like shout out, you know, business adventures. But and that's a book that people should probably look up for confusions as confusions. But I, most of my my um I won't say knowledge, but a lot of the things that you see, a lot of the things that we reference comes from non-fiction. It comes from speculative fiction, that sort of thing. Yeah, like we talk all the time about our own research and that that why the sort of truth the the the, the uh, wizard's first, first rule. rule people are stupid they will believe a lie either because they want it to be true or they fear or are afraid it's true i think about how often that has happened on the market i think think about how much think about the the jmb spike <laughs> going at the, the last Bible. part of march last year people wanted a notice to say what it didn't say Mm-hmm. Right, or they're yeah. afraid it's true. That, that happens all the time in the market. People right, and that still, came from even a... as if it's as if the notice said that thing. Because like, Jamie never it, said it doing a buy back. No, 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 buy X. It said they want to, <laughs> and yeah. these are the things and, that need to happen. And... Yeah, man, it's mm-hmm. it, it, it's something. Else. So going going back to that, when we spoke about that, I don't know if it was on the podcast or off that I said this part. We were talking about the the um the time. Why am I forgetting the name of the title? We have time. The Wheel of Time series, thanks. And that t- is written by Robert Jordan, who died while he was doing the series. Mm-hmm. And it was finished by Brandon Sanderson. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so that means literally Homeboy died, and this guy came in and finished it for him. And he finished it in maybe one of the greatest ways. Yeah, man. Meaning, <laughs> oh, meaning I, don't, don't spoil it for me because I haven't finished it. I don't <laughs> know about the finishing, meaning he didn't finish the story for him. He knew he was dying. He was sick. So he did notes. He had charted out the whole thing. Give it to his wife. Give it to his wife. So when he died and his wife read something from Sanderson, read Sanderson loved Robert Jordan. That's like a legendary series. Mm -hmm. And she was so touched by what she read. She contacted him to see if he'd be interested in finishing it. And so he, he, that's like, imagine you love the Lord of the Rings and there's another one to come and the guy dies and his wife Linky and say, hey, would you like to finish the Lord of the Rings? Imagine the story going to go how you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, not really how you want because he wrote how the story should go, but Sanderson did it. Yeah, no, off a light conversation. Sorry, it's a long story, but off a light conversation. Then I said, you just mentioned how I, I mean, it's a lot of books. I think it's like 15 or so. No, it's more. I'm on book 12, and there's like oh, so I think it's 14 books, probably could be wrong, 14 or 15 books. So when I'm on like book two or three or book one or two, and it's exciting to me. 
as saying how excited I am by it, this is Robert Rodder years ago, and I'm reading it, and Danai says that, oh, it starts to get a little long in the tooth. You can tell when he's sick and dying because it kind of starts to get a little boring. And then you can tell when Sanderson came in and it picked up. Right? Mm. That's all that he just said that because we were talking about Sanderson's other books. Because Sanderson is a prolific writer and he's really good at what he does. And I've read some of his other books and they are great. I didn't read Miss Born yet. Anyway, so I said, let me slog through these things. And I every night I'd read like a one page or a two page. I'm not in any app for it. I just love reading. So yeah. I do that and I fall asleep, right? Then I get a chance. My dream is to be stuck in an elevator with my Kindle. <laughs> like, we can't get you out for like five hours. I'm like, okay. <laughs> right? That's, that's my dream. Like, I, lo- I love a good flight because you're stuck. Can read. Is it the thing and, I do with yeah, I, can, I can read. I read. <laughs> so anyway, he said that. And so I was finishing the series I was reading at the time. It's another Sanderson series. And I came back and I was going through Wheel of Time. And it actually did get long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. To the point where I, I pause and I pause and read oh, Miss Born. There. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I pause and went read Miss Born. I finished Miss Born. Wow, not the series. I finished Miss Born book one. And I'm like, wow. And yeah. then I thought to myself, and this goes back to the question I was asking you, Theon, about why you read. Because I'm like an OG nerd. Like I've been yeah. reading for. I don't really have a memory of not being able to read. Mm-hmm. I, I was reading from I think from, maybe as one or, or yeah, early or two. Yeah, same. very very early. <laughs> and um. So I've always been a snob, reading snob, meaning reading books. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the, like, don't tell me about audiobooks. Not knocking it, but it's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, but at this point in my life, I'm so busy and so I'm thinking, yo, why are you denying yourself what yeah. might actually be better? Like, what is the point of reading it? Yes, some reading is pleasurable to me. The act of reading is pleasurable to me. But I remember when the Kindle came out and I thought people are reading on the iPads. And I'm like, why wouldn't you get an iPad? And I, I don't read on an iPad, I don't read on a phone screen. But I remember when I never have no device to read. And I remember, well, it's enough years past. I remember going to my mother's office and printing out books on the office printer. <laughs> <laughs> Who finished the 500 pages in the double-sided printer all out and put in my school bag? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, by those early internet days when you find a PDF and you, know, yeah. you can yeah. finish a series, Harry mm-hmm. Potter. But, <laughs> By Xerox, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I then remember when I, I got the Kindle and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I use this because the Kindle page looks like a real page. Mm-hmm. And now I'm never without my Kindle. I used to never be without a book. Now I'm never without my Kindle because I have hundreds of books on it. And so all that to say, thinking again, okay, you're struggling to go through this series where I'm not reading it as fast as I should simply because it is a bit difficult to read. You can tell, like, I don't care about the internal politics of here. It's just not, not really the best writing in the series. And I really want to get to that point that Dan I mentioned. I want to see if I can actually recognize where it switches over. I thought, why not try the audiobook? Just try it. Mm-hmm. And then I tried it. I tried for a few things. And I'm thinking, yo, you've been denying yourself knowledge. Really? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, because for me, reading is reading. It's a different thing. But then I think, yo, there's so many... There are things I do that I can share time by listening while I'm doing it, right? Yeah. I, I don't do need that. to listen to I the sound do. of... I don't need... Well, I can't work and listen to a book. But mm-hmm. I, I don't... I can... Um, I the mundane tasks. I wash dishes. Yeah. Yeah, I, there's some things I can maybe. do mm-hmm. while listening to mm-hmm. something else, right? And there's some things I actually enjoy a whole lot more while listening to something I can't else. I think in the same way at all. But when I, when I oh, read, I get... I, it's a little focus I get when I read. 
when I was hearing the audiobook and I'm doing something else, the focus can't be like that for me. True, but I think it depends on maybe the audiobook. I, I, you're right. Everybody is different. I listen to stories or like so somebody telling a, a story about like, there's something, like, how do I explain it? Say, say somebody talks about a book or like a movie. I can, I can mm-hmm. play, um, I, can, I can be doing a Monday in and have that playing. With a book where the, the actual story is being read, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to get that level of focus for it. Yeah, I get, I get you. I get you. For me, it, I could see that it's not the same thing as a book for me. Mm-hmm. So I will, reading the book, especially on the Kindle, if you buy the audiobook and you have the book, it syncs. Mm-hmm. So like we're, oh, we're wow. at the page I'm on in the Kindle, oh. when I play, yeah, when I play it, it, it picks right up at it. That Jeff Bezos. Like you deserve the yacht. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like I'm like wow. Like it picks right up there, and having that is not the same. But it's uh, it's a good enough second. And I realize there are other things that maybe I I wouldn't read because you know, you only have so much time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I would read that I would listen to that by audiobook. I'd get that by audiobook. I have no issue getting that by audiobook. Both both um fantasy and like you know business things or whatever. Which is why I was asking you, Theon. Why do you read? Is it the, the pleasure of reading or mm-hmm. the... Um, because I say that, to your point, Danai, there were points, especially in Miss Bourne, where I turned off the audiobook and read it. Like, I like, uh-uh. Yeah. Like, they're, how they're reading it is not... This this bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I need to read-read this, right? And, yeah. and also, I, I read faster than they did the audio version. Yes, but that too. When you're reading it, you're not, you're not looking at words. It does get in the thing. The story is going into your head even seeing it i know exactly what you're talking about it's almost like you're scanning and it's just it's you're not necessarily reading individual words but it's just like being downloaded in your head exactly that yeah if i can't i can't read for long yeah i can't Ah. i feel like reading words i don't know about i understand that yeah so i say all that to say oh check out audiobooks it might be a cool way to get um or check out just maybe audio content Mm -hmm. meaning like I, I, there are business books maybe that I wouldn't read, but I would listen to the audiobook of it if I can fit it in, right? Mm, I would probably, I would probably uh, want to like read news in audio format. Hmm. Because yeah. I, I, I kind of hate reading news to be honest. It's pretty boring for me. But I do it because I have to. But to read a whole news article sometimes, even if it's super long, I, I very often push it back and say, all right, get that little time by itself. All <laughs> news is boring for you. Like you read those all today articles. That man is using up his his no, dictionary. No, 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 boy. <laughs> he's making it. He's making it not boring. Like he's. Yeah. He should read news at seven. Like, <laughs> it's dastardly act that was committed. I mean, like, bro, what? Like, he's making it exciting, right? Yeah. Um, usually, is the core thing is, as we know, is probably small. But I've mm-hmm. I've found I've chuckled at a couple of the recent mm-hmm. stuff just because of how he writes. Mm-hmm. Um, he gives yeah, it more color. Alpha that. Yeah, yeah, a lot, yeah. a lot more color. Yeah. So consider audiobooks. That's one of the tips that I, I tell anybody. Yeah, consider consider it for content that you might not read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, oh, I'd love to have a self help book, but I'm gonna have a time for doing. I'm reading a self help book. <laughs> yeah, consider, yeah, yeah. Consider consider getting an audiobook version of it, and who knows? Maybe it, if it work, it work. If it don't work, it don't work. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. something that I realized I was missing. It's just allowing me to absorb a whole lot more, and read the Sanderson. It is, yeah. I've oh, heard good and, things. and and then I I could tell when Sanderson. Yeah, came. yeah, yo, it bro, is. Bro. Yeah, like the story got yes. through five, and the, the point he picked it up. You're like, yeah, man. 
I'll be right there, Andy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Imagine your biggest fan. Your, the biggest fan of a series is an author who just happens to be really, really good, and he gets mm-hmm. asked to finish the series. Yeah, real. And he does a good job. It's not crappy. It is. Yeah, when, when, when you finish, this, this message me same time. I want your, I want your reaction when you finish. One hundred percent. Book yeah. one, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I just finished literally last night. I finished the first book that he started like mm-hmm. the, the first book that he completed so wow. like in just how many books are in the series uh, i'm gonna say 14 or 15 i think it's 14 oh so wow i'm excited oh, yeah. yeah and he comes That's... in at um no, I have read, he comes, I'll, I'll do it. He comes <laughs> in at, i think he comes in at book 12 or, or no man before that man 12. the slug they call it the, the, the fan base calls it the slug and people are sitting and say boy yeah it's he went a little too much into world building at, at um at that point no man book 12 the gathering storm that's where 14, that's the first 14, one that he there's 14 mm-hmm. of them and he comes in at book 12. 12. ah yes you are right okay. and finishes book 12 and you can tell because book 11 was rough mm-hmm. but book 12 book 10 and 11 were rough book 12 is like wow like it's it Sanderson is the first person that has written action that I'm reading and I'm like, this is like an like action movie. movie and like action. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not just okay, this man shoot this man. It's yo, him shoot and him slide and him go behind the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand what you mean, yeah, bro. Yeah. I mean, I the thing is, I used to read a long time ago. I think it's medicine that threw me off because. You know, medicine is all that. reading. It's literally... Yeah, my girlfriend's a heavy reader. And yeah. our girlfriend also was a heavy reader. And they both... My girlfriend just getting back to read like how she used to. Mm-hmm. She's a re- as much a reader as me, probably in some ways more. And mm-hmm. my brother, him still, him still can't get back. I'm saying, oh, the medicine thing does mash him, man. Yeah, <laughs> bro. It definitely cool. mashed me up. It definitely. Because in high school and so, I used to read... I remember I got the Harry Potter series. Big up my friend Daniela. She lent me the entire series, right? And I just... Oh, I binged it binged it i could not put down the book i'm going out to eat and i have the book with me it's serious you know like <laughs> serious my whole family are super readers so probably that's why i started reading so early the same as randy me and my, me and my brother and i also had a brother that was older than me so he probably we, we were really close so he introduced mm-hmm. to reading a certain way so you'd say like all four of us would be sitting down thing there and just reading my little yeah. brother don't read at all. <laughs> I don't know why he missed it. <laughs> but I'll sit down with read, 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 read. So yeah. all, all my life has been me. And I used to think like that being class. So with the book up, I used to read Percy Jackson. My brother didn't lend me the book. Oh, Percy yes. Jackson. Oh, yes. yes. I, I, I used to love that. Love I sit that. in the class. I sit in the class with my notebook and thing there. In front of it. Yeah. In, in my car going home, this is me. I was mm-hmm. like, no. That's me too. That's yeah, Preston let me the whole Percy yeah. Jackson series too. Yeah. yeah a good oh, author is good great. Answer. Like, trust yeah. me. Like, the yeah. fact that you can tell Percy's aging through the series. You can tell. Yeah. Like, he, I'm like, he reads a 12 year old kid. I mean, yeah. He's 15. Yeah. I used to love a red. You guys used to love um, read Goosebumps. I used to yes. love Goosebumps. Yeah. I used to read yeah. Yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. We have a lot of Goosebumps. There's a lot of the volumes. Yeah, I used to have tons of them. You need light on goosebumps, just buy them, buy them, buy them, buy them. I wasn't by Hardy oh, Boys, man. Yeah, I wasn't really I mean, that big on Hardy Boys. My brother's I, I don't started know if that's to just, It's what so you read. read. It's it does there. another thing. Yeah, yeah. man. I know exactly. Yeah, I, I read I, everything. I've read books. I don't Sherlock read. Holmes. 
I wasn't I wasn't Sherlock either. Sherlock I read a lot of love Sherlock. Really like, Sherlock felt, like, really yeah. something. Yeah, some of those. But those were like the really classics. Good. Like for that's when I was younger too. I'm, I'm happy about that. Like back then, the kids, so I read anything and I read mm-hmm. anything I could get my hands on at the time. You had more time. Mm-hmm. You didn't even know that you have the time. And yeah. I mean, yes. Funny enough, I've never. It's blasphemy. I've, I've never finished Harry Potter. You should. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like as in. Wow. The book. I also don't watch the movies. Oh. Because I have not finished the book series, and I like don't. <laughs> Like you want to piss wow. me off? Spoiler! Don't spoil books for me. Don't like. I'm like no spoilers when it comes to movies, but do I, not spoil I'm terrible at spoilers because I'll, I'll I'll go I'll look for them. I will oh, be no, reading a book that. and I'll be wondering, wondering what's going to happen, what's going to happen, what, what's the thing, is, and it will eat me up. <laughs> and then I'll be on, really? I'll, I'll be googling. I read a whole week and I spoil. I spoil a week of time for myself. That's psychotic. You spoil it for yourself. <laughs> for other people. <laughs> I just need the information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> the point, no, I'm, numb to, I'm, I'm, I'm for the most part numb to spoil. You know, actually, Randy that got back to you. Just don't spoil the book for yourself. Remember, yeah, because you he and a friend at the sometimes... time were talking. Me and me and the person had the same spoiling thing, and, and he's like, "Yo, you guys should." Talk. So no, I just I, I hold myself back. I just say, "All right, I'm just not thinking. Just read the stories." Yeah. Mm. I think that's a big yeah. deal for me. I mean, I know it's a big deal for stories. I think it's a big part of the market for me as well. How much stories are in the market? I go, I just don't know, start to finish how something went. That's big That's big for me. So yeah, Randy tells me about things that happened way before I even look at investing and show me yeah. how it connects to things now. It's a, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And there are stories in the market. That's another thing I want also. I, I'd love for that for me. That that will be yeah, a good part podcast. Of you said it one time. Matu- You're a great podcast. Great podcast. And a good part of a maturing market is the ability to tell what happened. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the person telling it. But I I want a story to be told. I don't mean on the business news. I mean like tell the actual story, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you hear when you hear Icon, when you hear him talking about corporate rating and like how they think about what they do, when you hear Buffett talk about his corporate rating, <laughs> up, like yeah, corporate corporate rating, which he did a lot of back in the day, right? Um, like those things, you, the, you get a lot from it, and you understand a lot more about what really drives the market. So then, when you see the parallels, you know, like there are exciting things have happened in the market, you know. Like we think, like oh, the market's getting there. No, I, t- I was saying to Danai a couple of months ago that um, like there was a time when there was a buyout, a takeover offer for Salada, mm-hmm. and I think it was a company called Three Beers, which came from the, um, the ideal group of companies that they were doing. They were solidifying their place in it, and a competing buyout offer came <laughs> from Mayberry. So imagine oh, that. Yes. There's a oh, yes. buyout in the market. Mm-hmm. And another party comes and say, like you say, hey, we're buying the shares at $25. And along comes another party that say, hey, we'll buy the shares at $30. Hmm. That, like that's an exciting thing. I mean, I'm sure there's a whole heap of friction behind the scenes Yo, or whatever I, about I, I, it. Think, I, think of all the, I don't care. It's why we made yeah. Mayberry. They're actually doing that kind of thing. Right? Yeah. Think of how cagey people get around that. Think of, think of what, if that happened today, what Twitter would be saying. Of how, boy, I can't believe, I can't believe why would they... Well, you know why they would. It's like, yo, mm-hmm. 25 is a steal, but 30 is a steal too. Give me <laughs> Just bidding on us, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that. I love that. And I, and I see the power from the stories being known. 
mm-hmm. how there are other people who never thought to do it until somebody said. To me, it seems mm-hmm. normal, but I've learned that a lot of people don't necessarily see it the same way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have to see something in order normal to realize it's normalized. possible. Yeah. It has to get normalized, and the stories have to be told. So, yeah, it's... it's it's a wonderful thing, the stories in the market. I, I'd love more stories in the market. I'd love a, um, what do you call it? A, a structured podcast. I'd love a scripted podcast around mm. the market. I would love, I'd, if I had the time, if I was rich as I wanted to do the time that I wanted, I would do a scripted podcast around market events, around mm-hmm. company events, around company stories. Like, like, almost documentary like you'd get, me to really, you'd, you'd get me to listen to a podcast consistently at that point oh yeah but i'd also make it exciting yeah it wouldn't i, I wouldn't make it boring it i know what boring I at all. well yeah. you know me and podcasts right? so <laughs> yeah he doesn't listen to them does one but doesn't listen to them <laughs> but that's right there are people who play football and don't watch and don't watch football that's true yeah, and there are yeah. people who watch football and don't play football Wait. Anyway, we've been talking for like what two and a half. Yeah. I don't know if you guys want to wrap it or you want to talk about the market. You want is there anything else you want to talk about? This will be like an earnings season episode, man. Alright <laughs> <laughs> yeah. guys, Randy here and like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I mean, it was an enjoyable talk on our side. And as I said before, also on a different theme, right? But still hopefully enjoyable. Um, it's always good to know with Matthew and Thea and the guys from Limitless. And you should check them out. Check out the Limitless podcast. I think it's limitlesspodcast.com. And also check out Danai, D Hall Advisor. Easily the best independent advisor for the local stock market. And if you want to learn how to invest on your own, www.everymickle.com com slash grwr grow up easily 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 the best place to learn how to invest practically and profitably um yeah check it out of course if you do grow you get a lot of discount to a lot of things you get a discount to a session with danai you also get a discount to mymoneyja.com if you guys did that episode you heard that nice little plug in the middle which included a discount also so check it all out hope you enjoyed it and yeah, from Randy and on behalf of Danai and Theon and Matthew. Peace out. We'll see you soon. Who knows? We have some great things coming, so look out for it. Pause combined. Captain, Captain Gaines. Gaines. <laughs> <laughs>